Hi, and welcome to the MPC Mississippi Podcast. I'm Dr. Zanzi McLaurin, the chairperson for Mississippi. I'm Tony McLaurin, vice chairperson for Mississippi. With this podcast, we will have some informative, interactive, and fun conversations. Our podcast goals are to have some power-packed episodes to keep you updated on all things NPC Mississippi, NPC USA, and NPC Worldwide. We will highlight our athletes, local shows, promoters, guests, and sponsors. So let's dive in. Welcome back to the MPC Mississippi podcast. We have with us such great guests tonight, Gordon and Cindy Weir. They have been promoting for over 40 years and been involved in the sport. I'm going to say for longer than that. So welcome Gordon and Cindy to the MPC Mississippi podcast. Isn't that right, Tony? It is awesome having both of y'all on the podcast. You are just tremendous individuals. You have a compassionate heart and you care about the athletes and we know this and uh, the charitable organizations that you donate to for this for your competition is just outstanding it's just it's a blessing to have you guys absolutely and we're so looking forward to your show it's going to be july 17th at jackson academy and we are so excited by all the athletes and the Mm -hmm. spectators and the sponsors that you have so start out telling us first about the show and then we'll go into some good questions that we have set aside for you guys. All right, the, 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 the lady right here pretty much can tell a little bit about what the show's going to be at and a lot of stuff like that. I'll let Cindy lead off for us. Okay. The show is going to be at Jackson Academy Performing Arts Center, July 17th at 6 p.m. Our host hotel is the Hyatt Place Renaissance. Uh, all, everything is going to be at the hotel, all the tanning and the weigh-in is Friday night from 5 to 7 at the venue, and that's that's about it. One good thing about coming to the Jackson Academy venue, we've got security there four times. So we that's come right. Parking lot, 24-7 you 24-7, security. so you don't have to worry about anything. Uh, beautiful facility. Uh, like I said, all the your the, uh, theater plays, your ballets, recitals are held at Jackson Academy for March Center. We're going to do some really neat stuff. We're going to run videos up on the sidewall of all the old winners and pictures going the whole time. So we'll have a lot of nostalgia going there during the show, morning and night show. And also we're going to do some neat stuff for the opening of our show. And of course, we've got uh, uh, one of the best guest poses around, Michael Hearn. He's won four-time Mr. Universe. He's he's a big movie star now, doing a lot of movies. Of course, he played Superman. Of course, a lot of people remember from Titan. Right. Right. He's 52 years old and he's got the body of a 30 year old man. He's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Tony and I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago. So we wanted to interview you guys. We're going to play your podcast and then we'll play his. He is amazing. We had such a wonderful time with him. So he's going to be a great guest poser. So they need to come out and see Mr. Mike O'Hearn. That's why he is so goes out of his way, you know, you know, he's making, making movies and stuff now, very, you know, personable with people. Yes. That's one thing. That's why I tell, I've been, I've had, I've had five Mr. Olympias. I've had three Mrs. Olympias. So we've had a lot of top people at our show. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of them are really nice and, you know, but the more personal you are with it, not only the audience, but the competitors backstage, 
That's people like Jay Cutler, like I mean, he Absolutely. went overboard to do stuff like that. And that's why these guys stay successful, and that's why I try to tell a lot of my guys. Uh, I mean, I've even had some other ones that came in the past that came here and didn't do a very good job, and I'd see them at a trade show, and they said, "Well, you invite me back?" I said, well, "No, I'm not going to invite you back." I said, mm-hmm. "You didn't do a very good job at Southern Class, and you went out there, and when people clapped for you, you didn't come back. You know how everybody get everybody to come back yes. out again." Mm-hmm. Well, he said, nobody, cl- well, I said, it's, it's not about that. I said, you know, you got to get the crowd going. Absolutely. Said, you know, and you got to get back. And that's, Absolutely. That, that's why we always try to find really good guest posers. And, yeah, and you have another young lady coming in, right? Uh, Lauren, Russell, she, she's going to do a great job for us. Uh, I was talking to Alex. I said, do you know anybody that's really energetic, sort of a crossover between fitness and figure that can, you know, present their bodies and be entertaining because that's a, the yes. thing is trying to get somebody that can entertain, entertain the crowd. So what we're going to do is she's going to come out. We're going to bring you. Oh, past winners will come up on stage. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. We invite a lot of the past winners, women and men. Right. Uh, and we're going to, you know, bring the men on with Michael Hearn after he gets finished. And then oh, wow. Lauren, we'll have y'all come up there. We're going to let y'all throw T-shirts out. We might even let y'all, all the your winners do a pose down. Oh, my God. Okay, so now I really got to get back on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's but it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody to come. Of course, we've got Rob Jay's our MC. He's going to love Mr. Rob uh, Jay. He is 100% uh, funny. And, you know, yeah. he's boring. You know, I mean, the show's not – sometimes you got some dead period, but he'll make sure that, that – try not to get dead. So he's Absolutely. Gonna, he's so great. And uh, so that and then, of course uh, – you know, there's a lot of things that we do, and this is going to be, of course, you know, we're going to have an award thing for a lot of people. You know, me and you talk about we might try to do something later on, help some other people out, you know, Absolutely. be a co-promoter. But main thing, we've just done it for so long, and the main right. thing we do this for, not only for the sport, and this sport has blessed me so much because, like, yes. for years and years, me and Cindy, we got to meet so many famous bodybuilders and yeah. You know, I went to see Joe Gold every year for like 12 years. He'd always give me my guest posters. Right. This is a guy, this one, this. I can get them for you real cheap. You know, you know right. that I could afford. Right. Lee Priest, my first time we get Lee Priest just came over from Australia. I love it. I always tell people about story about him. He and never he's a great guy, him. too. Oh, he was. He didn't say a word. I think he said two words the whole time he was here. <laughs> and uh, he, looked like, he, looked like, he looked like a butterball turkey when he came on stage. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He was so out of shape. Oh, so no. He didn't, he didn't know. He just, you know, won the teenage world. Teenage man won all this big title. And he came out on stage. He had a Batman outfit on. When he had oh. backwards, we had to stop him backstage and make him <laughs> go change it and put it back on the right way. But he was just so oh, nervous. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like a long time ago. And I told, a him, long about time ago. I told him about that at Olympia several years ago. I said, you remember when you put on his, he started to think about it. I said, yeah, you remember? I said, he said, oh, yeah, he remembered. <laughs> uh, we've just had so many opportunities to meet so many people from the bodybuilding show of the year, just yeah. making so many friends here in Mississippi. And people realize we were only show for several years. It was, Mississippi was the only thing going. Right. Uh, and Mike Pines did it for, I think, two years in Meridian. Okay. One year, baby. And, uh, I think it was one. Yeah, one year. And then he moved to Texas and he called me. So, look, who wants to take over the body? So, nobody can't get anybody to take it over. And I said, I'll do it. Right. And you have done such a great, you and Cindy have done such a wonderful job. And this is your 40th anniversary. It's going to be an amazing show with all of those wonderful guest posers and bringing the past year's champions on. 
It's going to be um, emotional, but good. And you know, you and Cindy are our family. I know Tony has a question for you guys. Your show is the longest running tenure show that we have in the state of Mississippi. Uh, what are some of the things you can attribute to mm -hmm. your show being running this long? Because I know it's, a, it's, it's tough, Gordon and Cindy. I know it's tough. So what? give us some of those ideas, those good ideas that the other promoters may want to hear that will help them to have the longevity that you've had in this sport. Absolutely. Well, the first few years we did, of course, I didn't have a charity. And uh, and you go, all you people try to, you, know, you get your friends to help you out, buy ads and stuff like that. But most of the people, when you go say, well, let's say, bodybuilding, why do I want to give money to a bodybuilding show? I mean, what good does that do me? So I started thinking about things that I could do when I was working the deaf school, helping the deaf kids out. They needed money for extra things. Right. Well, look, if I could find, you know, because, you know, they really didn't have a booster club. Right. You know, all schools have a booster club. And I said, at the end of the year, they were always, you know, their away game meals was, a, was a, I tell people, a paper bag, bologna sandwich, a chocolate chip, Two chip ahoy chocolate chip cookies <laughs> and an apple banana. You remember those ch chip ahoy? Yes, mm. I do. That's what they didn't have much for all the other kids were going to McDonald's, Marson's, nice places after games. And at the end of the year, when it was banquet time, no letter jackets, no nothing, you know, just little tiny trophies. So I make sure they got nicer trophies. So that's right. what I do to raise money for these kids. That's why I can take my body to show. And, you know, I've got a good cause. And I go explain to people what I'm doing this for. Um, right. You know, I people, people get on board a lot faster. And we started getting big sponsors started coming in. Yeah. And, of course, when we hired a show, when we first started, everybody in Mississippi, the Mississippi was the most prestigious show for 20 years. Everybody wanted to win the Mississippi. That right. Title. And state that, show. State show. And everybody from all the state for the first 10, 20 years, Everybody from the coast, Central Mississippi, everybody came to the show because it was sort of like a meeting place for right. all that bodybuilder or competed. Everybody wanted to see everybody. Right. It was so much fun. And we used to have, you know, 20, 25 vendors. Yeah. People would come over and it was just, just a blast. It was like family. Right. And, and we are a big family. Oh, we are. We are. And, and, and that's why I tell people if you can, if you find a charity or a nonprofit group that you can work with, Mm -hmm. that you have a passion for because when I go right. see people, they know I have a passion for what I do and they can't tell me no. That's so right. I want, money, I want this money from you. This is what you're going to give me. And they say, like, here you are again. What do you want this time? You know? That's right. <laughs> well, I, they're invested in what you're doing and that makes it easy for them to give you that charitable money. So it makes it easier. That's right. And they show that, you, that you're doing something with that and, and produce that the kids. They want to give back because you know most people didn't know that the deaf are the only handicapped. They don't have a national organization to donate to them. Like wow. The I did I not never know knew that. that. I never like knew the that. Blind, the blind have the Lions Club. Right. Right. Has any, most of all your mental retardation has that exactly. organization to donate to them. The deaf a long time ago in the 40s and 50s, if you remember on the bottom, your W2 form used to write off if you're blind. Right. You got a tax deduction. Well, the deaf huh. in in um, petition to Congress, they didn't want to be considered handicapped. So in the early sixties, they took out. They probably wouldn't want that to happen now, but they right. just didn't want to be considered handicapped. And uh, of course, I, I grew, up, grew up deaf parents. Right. And there was a lot of uh, you know, people were very uh, I'd say it, uh, 
you know, didn't understand deafness. I mean, these call right. them deaf and dumb. Right. Yeah. Understand blindness a whole yeah. lot quicker than right. deafness. Right. And the right. blind could always get plenty of donations because people felt more sorry for blind people than they did deaf people. Right. But Helen Keller was deaf and blind, and they asked her. She said it was far worse being deaf to her than it was blind. Right. I mean, I think if I was the other way around, I think I'd rather be deaf than I would blind. But, but it is. I guess it's different for different people. But we also the money we're helping now. The blind kids are also involved. Very good. In athletics. So we're doing stuff for them also on the football team. So they're part of the program now too. So that's key that I'll tell my promoters, find some kind of charity or something that you really have a love for, you know, still pay yourself a salary because it's a hard work. You know I mean, it's a lot of work you put into it. Oh, that's but, right. Yeah. Pay yourself a salary, right? Right. 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 Yeah. I don't pay myself much because the Lord's blessed me so much from this. Mm-hmm. Back, you know, people don't realize all the money we've donated, it'd be looking mighty nice in our retirement account right now. <laughs> Good Lord bless you tenfold. Amen. We've been blessed with this. So that's why we're so, and I, I was telling a lot of my people, I said, find something that you have a passion for. That's right. You go to somebody, you're going to sell on that. And they know you believe in your heart. They're willing to help. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say is the most tedious thing about being a promoter? Uh, worrying about how many competitors are going to show up. <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to say it. Free. I do have a question for you, and I know because you guys have met such great people, I consider myself your sister, and Tony is your brother, and we, uh, in this sport, a lot of people who are not involved in it, they don't quite understand, but one of the best things about being a part of the bodybuilding and fitness industry is that you make such good friends along the way, and they turn out to be your family. So share your thoughts on that, Cindy and Gordon. We have met so many people. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't believe all the people have called me. Uh, I've got one guy that's coming to send us a letter the other day. He said, you know, what for you getting me into bodybuilding? He said, I was going off the beaten path. He said, I was lost. Right. Said, this was in 1987. Right. Mm. And, uh, you know, things like that. And it's like, you know, I went down, we went, we went to the coast show. We stopped and talked to John Michael then, and I was asking about Buddy Ocampo. Right. Buddy Ocampo played probably the greatest genetics of anybody mm. we've ever had. Just tremendous. And, uh, you know, I helped him out. And of course he went through some tough times in his last right. few years. He was in really bad shape. Right. And, uh, we I found mean, out he passed away. He just we passed away here about oh, three months ago. We were trying to locate him to get him to come back. Right. John yeah. said that he had passed away. So. Yeah, just people like you and Timmy and Judy and all the other, you know, Johnny Walker and all the people that won the show. Yeah. You know, Johnny, you know, twice, one time he was late, didn't show up. And another year we had to weigh him in the parking lot back <laughs> the night before the show because he was late. Again. Oh, he's going to die when he hears this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Johnny, hey, he didn't give up. He came back one. I also right. talked to Randy Moore. Randy Moore's coming back and I picked on Randy. We talked, I said, I talked about you at the show the night about being fall asleep upstage. Oh, no. And, and I talked to Ben Wax about Ben wanting to come, but Ben's going to be, you know, he's teaching Michigan State now. All right. He's, uh, you know, he's going to be he's, the he's national a, strength uh, coach. Mm-hmm. He's Very a good. now. teaches at State, teaches biomechanics. That's wonderful. He's, he's done, done well. And so yeah. we're going to live. And we're going to recognize, too, I want, I'm going to mention about the three people we've had that won that passed away. Of course, no Sam, Very young good. man. 
Very good. Of lost the, uh, the Welch kid from Tupelo. It was a power lifter, Bob Welch. Mark Welch. And then Buddy just passed away. Right. So, you know, the bodybuilding community itself, I mean, there's so many people that, you know, because when we first started out, it was just men and women. People realized we first started our show, Mississippi, Louisiana, we were together. Right, right. There was not enough competitors. And uh, it kept growing and growing. It was just, all you had was men and women's bodybuilding. Then figure came along. Exactly. And then, then came was, you know, and, and all these new divisions. So it's the sports kept growing. And now I told him, I said, we need to quit calling it Mississippi Bodman Championships, call it Mississippi Bikini Championships. But <laughs> 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 well, I, I think classic Zeke has saved men's bodybuilding because that's, I see a lot of guys going that way. And that's yeah, the other yeah. look. I mean, Tony, I'm mean, asking what you, your look. You've had the classic Zeke look forever, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, that was my problem. I always wanted to compete. I didn't have the legs. I had the upper body. I said, man, where are the board shorts? Where was the physique? But I needed it. You know? That's right. <laughs> it. They came, that's right. came it. too late, right, Gordon? That's right. That's right. But bodybuilding, it's, it just it brings everybody. It's like I told you, for the first 10 years we had a show, everybody would come, and it was a family event. Everybody supported everybody. Uh, and it was just people like you know, the people that you don't forget is memories, like Caesar Hamilton. You know, Caesar, we're going to – we're, we're going to try to do something for him too, you know, because Very he, he's been for so long. And now yeah. his, his sportsmanship backstage. Oh, and, amazing. And, and be his shape and just a great poser. Absolutely. And, I, and I, me and Rob J, we talked about the other day. I said, you know, I said, I'll never get, it was like, I think about five years ago, you know, if I tell these young kids when they say, what kind of music am I playing? I said, well, no, if you can't pose, you better get a good song because. That's right. Uh, the audience. <laughs> Engaged, I, I, right? That's right. I, I said, you know, Rob J, when uh, this white guy came out and posed, and he posed mm-hmm. a rap song. And then right after that, uh, Caesar comes out and poses to, to country music. music. Country music. Said, right. What's going on in this world? He said, when a white boy thinks he's black and a black boy thinks he's white, he said, man, I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, the audience just thought it was a hoot. I love it. And that really shows the diversity of our, our sport. And the inclusiveness that we share, the bonds that we share. And, you know, you shared such great stories with us, but I do have another question. Tell us about one of your fondest memories, um, being a promoter and just being around various athletes. Probably my most fondest memory of all my shows uh, is when we had Lou Ferrigno here. Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. You know, the Hulk and, uh, of course, you know, he, I mean, he was, it cost a lot of money to bring him here. I mean, he was at right after he finished his career. You know, he, he, he would have won the Olympia the next year, but you remember he signed right. up the Hulk right. series and he couldn't compete in the Olympia right after Arnold retired, you know, because Arnold right. was playing mind games with him. And of course, his one of my best friends was Eddie Giuliani, who was Mr. America, and him and Zabo were good friends of mine. Right. Uh, and Eddie came from New York City with, with uh, Lou. So Joe goes, said, hey, why don't you try? Get Lou Ferrigno. He said, he said, I talked to him about coming to your show. So anyway, he comes to our show. And uh, there was a young kid down the coast that had Down syndrome. Right. He was 24 years old. His mom called and said, hey, uh, we can't. Uh, my son, you know, Down syndrome kids don't live past 30. And mm-hmm. he worked at a, he worked, it was a bag boy at a grocery store. She said, is there any way you could get us tickets from the front row? Oh, and I wow. Said, I said, his hero is the Hulk. So I said, I'll tell you what, we'll, do, we'll get him on front row. So what mm-hmm. I did, we surprised him and uh, got a huge, gigantic, you know, like fat, those fat uh, 
what do you call those fat boys? The uh, something fat. Yes, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, huge fat head. Blood yeah, blood the blood fat head. Uh, yeah. uh, and got him assigned to that kid. Wow. So anyway, he was there that night. He didn't guest post, but he sort of he guest MC with Rob. J. He was flying out that night. He was flying to Rome. Wow. At Hercules. So he had to leave. Now, that was his first movie. He did he? Did. Of course, they dubbed it. He didn't have a speaking part. You know. Right. That great. And so anyway, he uh he just had a suit, so we brought the kid up on stage and let Lou Ferrigno present that uh, picture to him. Well, oh my gosh! So what the kid does, he takes oh. his shirt off and starts going into all these poses and points <laughs> to Lou Ferrigno and says, "You better pose with me too." So Ferrigno took off his jacket, his suit, just from yeah. his left, and they went in about five or six posing routines together. I love it. And, and none of that was scripted because it was, he surprised, we, surprised we were, the kid. And the kids uh, were so happy. The yeah. whole audience just went crazy. They got a standing ovation. Anyway. I love it. And, you know, I will tell you, Lou Ferrigno is, I'm truly one of his biggest fans. I so love him. He's so amazing. And he seems as if he's such a humble person. So that 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 in itself, I'm sure, Got a standing ovation. That's amazing. That's what that was my question that you. I was going to ask you of all the uh, your guest performances who you've had. Who was your who was your best guest performance? Probably the best guest performance I had was Acrobasia. You remember we had okay. Acrobasia? They got three yeah. standing ovations from the crowd. Three wow. standing ovations. Three standing ovations during the show. Were you there? Wow. Were you there when we had that time? Yeah. Oh yeah, it they was were, amazing. I mean, when I when I saw him lay down flat on his back. And pick up that guy from laying flat and pick him all the way up. Yes. Put his head on behind his head on his traps. Yes. Not holding. If he slips one inch, he's he's breaking his neck. He's going. He's going. Wow. It was just phenomenal. It was. was was And Gordon, that was just a what about four Four or five years years ago? ago? How long ago was that? We had a one year. We had him in 2012. I remember that for for sure. Right. And we had him either one year, and a couple then, years before that, or a couple years after that. But the second time, I think only one of them. Came. We bought back uh, Jean Claude Pierre, who these guys, these guys were one of the biggest acts at Circus de Soleil in Vegas. Right. And, I uh, remember. They were so expensive; they were like ten thousand dollars. So anyway, Ooh, they, we didn't pay that. Uh, <laughs> we could afford that, so they were booked to do our show. I think in ten or eleven, and they got booked for. Uh, Calvary Stampede, in, which is the biggest rodeo in the world, for four nights. And they called and said, man, it's a lot of money for us if you'll let us off this year. We'll come next year, and we'll do half price. And I That's said, you right. got it. So they were able to come back. But and then we brought back Jean-Claude with the Magic Cube. The next, and the, heat, the crowd loved that, too. Just We always want to do some kind of entertainment for the, you know, for the people also. You know, we've, Absolutely. We've, we've had, well, the ticket prices are fairly steep. And right, and you want to give them something, give something back. Exactly. So I truly understand. You want to see that. a show, definitely absolutely see the competitors first and foremost. Absolutely, you want people who've never been to a show to say, "Hey, man, I had a great time that show." I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back. That kind of because a lot of times you have a bodybuilding show and it gets boring, and they they see that DTS. Well, I don't want to come back to this. It's too long. Like take, the next year, if they don't have a family member or friend in it, they may not want to come back. But if they know there's some good entertainment coming. I'm going to come back. That's, That's right. very good advice. 
You know, very, very good advice. Years ago, I'm, I'm a lot older than you guys. I'm older than y'all's daddy. No, you're uh, not. Uh, yeah, no, and, you're uh, not. <laughs> uh, at the old Olympias, if you remember, they used to be able to come out on stage with the lions and the elephants. That's I mean, right. All sorts of stuff. I mean, we had some great, uh, used to have a lot of props. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we Years ago, we had a girl come out one night and uh, pose the night show and she turned the lights off and she had her whole bikini suit was, uh, you know, with the lights where you only sit out. Right. Uh, Neon, yeah. yeah. She came out with the Michael Jackson gloves. Yeah. Yes, that, that was wonderful. It was awesome. You just said, and then we had, and then you remember we used to have couples. Yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah, we had a, we had a couple that came down from Arkansas because mm-hmm. we opened up Arkansas one where they could come because we didn't have enough couples. And the guy uh, gets on his back and does a handstand. The girl gets upon his stomach and starts posing, does on the top of the stomach. Oh, oh, that was great. Well, then the girl gets down on her legs. And does that, you know, a handstand on her back where she's yeah. with her just on her abs, and the guy gets stands up on her abs and does posing on her and nobody ever seen it like that. I think before. this was way early on. This, this was back wow. Early. Oh, this yeah. Was this is for back you guys. Yeah, yeah, got involved. I have another question for you. <clears throat> As promoters and being involved in the sport and Gordon, what you do in the community, it truly makes a difference and it builds those connections and, and those relationships. As a promoter, you really have to start so early in the process. Uh, what advice can you give to an upcoming promoter about planning and being prepared and being proactive and really trying to promote your show? Excellent question. Yeah, yeah we always start almost a year in advance. As soon as the show is over with, we start thinking about, we start thinking about who we're going to go after. Uh, I guess poses, you know, thinking about our budget, what we got to do. Well, we do, of course, you know, every year it keeps going up and up and up and up. So I got to tell a lot of people, you got to have a little financial backing to, to get stars promoter. And you got to be able to, you got to be able to advertise. You got to have a lot of social media. You got to spend money if you want to make money and be successful. You just can't say you're having a show and wait a week before the show and advertise. Right. You know, you got to get out there and put your name out there. You got to get posts. You get, we sent, we sent posters to every gym in Mississippi we used to get Miss Hollis would give us even mail outs to Louisiana and Alabama. Right. That's right. You know, That's right. Under show because you know with our big name guest poser like we've had you know a lot of big names. You know, we've had you know Bill Heath and Cutler and I remember you know, all of them. Oh yeah, Branch Warren, mm-hmm. Dennis Wolf, and oh, love Dennis. Love all of them. Yeah. Tom Platts, Tom Platts. You know, I mean when he yeah. was this high, you know, he was the first Quadzilla. Yeah, yeah, Quadzilla. Oh, yeah. So we, I love we, that. We've had a lot of great people. And uh, so you, you really have to get out a long time and start raising money, of course, or put your money back because, you know, you got to, like I said, you got to think about this long term. Uh, because, like I said, you know, just the guest pose itself, we always like, we pose, get our guest pose, especially bigger name people, you got to book them out a lot quicker. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So would you, would you say this, Gordon, that, your show is going to end July 17th at, we'll say, when the after party is over with. Do you give yourself a week or two of a break to just digest everything and then you get back on it? Yeah, usually about two to four weeks. But my problem is I've always been right back to work, my, my regular work, because I've trained so many athletes. And, of course, right. people don't realize, you know, for 25 years, I've put on all the powerlifting meets, 
all the bodybuilding shows, you know, of course, when I was at the courthouse rack club, we were the, we had 70% of the fitness market and right. pretty much every majority of all the competitors in Mississippi, we always had the most competitors. You know, we, every year we used to do the team trophy. I quit doing that because we won it every year. Right. Other gyms didn't like that, but you know, we just, but you know, it, it was just a, the, the thing of having a lot of people competing and being in the community and fitness, powerlifting, of course, you know, I've had, I've had some of the top strong men in the world there. Those, those are always very entertaining events. You remember the strong men we've had? Yes, mm-hmm. I do remember. We had the guy pick up the refrigerator with one finger, Dennis Rogers. Of course, you remember a couple of years ago, I almost dropped a bowling ball on the wrong part of his body. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you have given such great advice. And I do want to ask you this question, which I think we typically ask everyone we interview because it's such uh, important. You have been around so many different athletes, different personalities, different backgrounds, different cultures. We always ask the athletes, no matter your placing, you're always and will always be a winner because only a small percentage of the world will ever step on a bodybuilding stage. But it is so important to have that good sportsmanship. What can you share about that, Gordon? Oh, you mean you've always stressed that at the meetings. I always tell my athletes that because, you know, we had a guy years ago, remember, threw his trophy backstage, broke it. I remember. Remember that, of course. And he came back and the next year he apologized. He was very sorry. Right. He noticed that he didn't mean to do that. I mean, look at Jay Cutler. We talked about that you know, at the meetings. Jay got, thought he should have won, lost his temper. You know, Jay told me about this. He said, sometimes some of these guys got to learn through experience that, uh, you know, you, you make, we make mistakes, but the way you're going to get ahead is like we talked about. Somebody like Caesar Ham, you're going to be always showing good sportsmanship. People will always remember those guys. That's right. Everybody knows, mm-hmm. remembers a gracious winner. You know, it's sometimes it's good to be a little cocky, mm-hmm. but sometimes you got to have a little humbleness go along with that. So that's what I try to tell these guys. Look, not everybody can be a winner, but you're a winner. You get on that stage because Absolutely. you went to a lot of work and stuff. And I tell people, the more you compete, the better you're going to get. And of course, for years, Everybody always blame the judges. Y'all know Ben Judge. All the judges, <laughs> they do that. We I was, get it. I, you know, I used to hear that all the time for years and years and years. So, but uh, you know, now you know we're getting more and more judges and people. You know, because I'm asked what I tell you, I said, look, these judges, they spend their whole weekends, mm-hmm. and I said, it's, they do this because they love the sport. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. said, I, remember I went to a. One year, when I was first put on a show, somebody let's go to this natural show. And I said, well, what kind of judges do they have? They said, well, I don't know. But eventually, one guy was a gardener. One other guy was cut hair. And then none of them ever judged a show before. <laughs> so after about 30 minutes watching the show, it was so disorganized. I said, well, that's why you got to do something like, you know, the NPC is very organized. If you learn. Yes. You know, that's one thing. But I have to say about Mr. Haas, when he first came along, he made that sure that we were just like the, the big national shows. He wanted everything exactly. to know what they did. Exactly. Try and enforce that with everybody, learn that. And, uh, and, and I, I'm it. glad that you brought that up because here in Mississippi, you know, with Mr. Hollis and Miss Betty leading the reign before Tony and I took over, we had a blueprint to go by. And we have stuck to that blueprint. And that's why so many athletes from uh, various states, our sister states, Alabama, Louisiana, Tennessee, they come and Florida and all of those places, they come and they say, wow, this is awesome. 
You got a great staff. We enjoyed the show. And that makes us feel good because we have followed that blueprint that we have and we've tweaked it over the years and it it works for us. So having that blueprint is really good and it, it really shows the athletes that it really is not about me, not about Tony, not about Gordon, not, not nor Cindy. It is about them because we wouldn't have bodybuilding shows without them. So it truly is about the athletes and you guys show that you really care about the athletes and putting on your 40th anniversary is going to be amazing. We can't wait to be a part of it. Is there anything else you want to share with us tonight? Yeah, I just want to tell you, I mean, it's been 40 years, been awesome. Just lay right here beside of me. I, I wouldn't have done anything with her because I mean, she's the, that does all the hard work. And I just yeah. realize, like I said, you know, now you have to plan. You ladies have to do a lot of work. I mean, the paperwork, there's so much work that goes behind the scenes you people don't realize. That's right. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's why I don't do so much work. You know, I, first, I, I do. I, first place. <laughs> first place right here. That's right. That's right. I'm the, all I am, I, I tell everybody, I go out and raise the money. I'm the BSer. I know I get people to give money. <laughs> and you know, and, you know, but you know that somebody's got to do that. But it, right. you women do so much work, and she's very important. Uh, she is very important. I tell her every time she she'll text me or or email me. She say, "I got one more question. I got one more question." I always tell her, "You're never a bother," because there to me, when you don't ask a question, is when you fail. So I always ask those questions. So Gordon, you do have the best helper, helpmate besides you, and she's wonderful. And so are you. We just congratulate can you. I, can, yes. I, can I do that question? You know I'm going to ask yes. you that question. Ask that question. So, Gordon, <laughs> big guy, big dog. <laughs> Here we go, Gordon. Well, I hope I can do it. You got me under stress again. I'm under the gun. Gordon, what's the name of the website for your show? Uh, MPCMSBodybuilding.com. Yay! Hey! <laughs> hey! I got it. For all of our listeners, this is an inside joke. I think two years ago or so, we were doing some recordings to advertise for the show, and we kept asking Gordon, what is your website? And he could never get it right. But you got it right, Gordon. I want everybody to come. Hey, if you don't compete, come watch our show. It's going to be awesome. That's right. Uh, we're giving away a lot more stuff this year than we ever had before. because We right. want to make it special. And that's what I got to say about all our Mississippi promoters. They go a step farther than a lot of people. We give away a lot of nice stuff. Absolutely. We're going a step beyond. Of course, we're doing rings. Like so we had that idea. We got that idea from Mars and then over in Alabama years ago. We were going to get years ago. And we're doing a lot of other new stuff. We got the medals this year, but we use the same medals that the Olympia uses, same size. Very good. Same company that makes it for the Olympia is making is made our medals. Uh they ain't gonna break. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty heavy. So then, Very uh, good. It's going to be great. Of course, we got trophies this year also for Mississippi-only winners in the right. overall. So you can go away with a lot of hardware if you win Mississippi in the Mississippi divisions and the overall divisions. You can walk out with enough stuff to load down a truck. I so, love it. So we want I love everybody it. to come. It's going to be great entertainment. We've got two guest posers. Uh, Got a great judge panel. We've got people coming from all over. We've got people coming. Uh, we got a competitor yes. from Minnesota. Yes. We got several people from Louisiana and several other states. So it's really going to be the first time we've ever opened up the show. That's right. 
So that'll be one good thing that's good for our, for us this year to see what kind of response we get from other states. Right. So that by doing this, and I think Doug had a really good turnout from other states. Uh, exactly. Right, a record time. So I told him I thought he did a really good job this at the show. So at a big show, at a big show, great show. But we want we want to have a big show too. So absolutely, come. Hey, you're always you're always welcome here at the Mississippi Championship. We want you to be our show. That's right. The 40th anniversary of the MPC Mississippi Championships. Promoters Gordon and Cindy Weir, you both are amazing. We congratulate you, we salute you, and we thank you so much for all of your hard work. And it again is on July 17th at Jackson Academy, the MPC Mississippi Bodybuilding Championship. Thank you again, Gordon and Cindy, for being on the MPC Mississippi podcast. Appreciate you, appreciate you guys. Go heavy or go home. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the MPC Mississippi podcast, where all inclusive champions live. Remember that champions are made from something deep inside that stems from a desire, a dream, and a vision. You have to have that skill and will, but that will must be stronger than that skill. Keep being the champion that you are designed to be. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. See you next time on the NPC Mississippi Podcast.